We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. Glad you're with us. Mark Cox here along with uh, Bo Matthews and Carl Middleman. Hey, there he is right there. Love it. Big, uh, big weekend. Yeah, a lot going on this weekend. We do. If you're, are you going to be watching the NFL? <laughs> it's the only weekend I will before the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it, it's exciting. Have you gone to the Chiefs game at all? I've never been to a Chiefs game. Oh, really? No. I know. Are, are you, well, you're not a Chiefs I've fan. I've been to a Royals game, uh, but I've never been to a Chiefs game. Uh, because You'll be jealous. Drive problem. I saw Guns N' Roses and Metallica at Arrowhead Stadium. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> yes, I would be jealous of that. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, no, uh, this weekend is uh, going to be in and out, uh, you know, uh, trying to, see, I never did finish getting my leaves off the ground. And, oh, and so man. I'm hoping for some good weather. We had the snow a little bit uh, this week, a very little bit. Um, and so I need I need to get out. This cold, I just stay in, and I need to get out and get some fresh air. I get it. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I, you know, I'm I'm not, I've I've not watched a lot of NFL this year. I did watch the games last weekend. I was glad for that. I grew up a long suffering Bengals fan, Bo Matthews. I, I know, did. I know, long suffering. So it, it prepared me well when I moved here, and we had the the Lambs for a while because it took them a while to get going. They'd been mismanaged for years, and then finally they got lucky with Kurt Warner, and they had the greatest show on turf. That was great. Yeah, it was. It was I was at the Bengals' last Super Bowl. I was there in person at, the, at their last Super Bowl, and they played the 49ers in 1989. Did you grow up a Bengals fan? I did. I grew up in Cincinnati. You, in Cincinnati? Yes, I did. Why Just does north. everybody think you're from St. Louis? Well, I've been here for 30 years. Oh, Maybe that's, that's why. why. <laughs> <laughs> so do you still ask people what high school they go to? Yeah, yeah. I tell them, yeah, and they ask me that, and I'm like, well, you, you wouldn't know it. Yeah, yeah, Trust John me. John Marshall High. That's yeah. why I went. <laughs> um, you know, this, uh, this is a headline that um, made its way onto the national news this week that worries me a lot, but you've got a guy. And whenever something goes wrong, you got to have a guy. you got to have somebody yes. you can go to, and you've got him. This Mark yeah, Walters, we, you know him well, we, huh? I do know him well. Mark Walters uh, runs Armed American Radio. He's a spokesperson for the Second Amendment Foundation. Uh, they, they're trying something crazy out in California, uh, and it's a backdoor to gun registration and confiscation, in my opinion, uh, requiring uh, you to carry insurance and pay a fee to the city for every weapon you own. And it's, it's just it's it's craziness. Uh, I think it's illegal. But it's going, to, it's going to have to work its way through the court system now. And uh, Mark Walters is the know-all, end-all when it comes to gun issues. And I can't wait to get him on the radio here. I think it's important. I mean, yes. we've seen what's happened around the world. 
And if you can channel uh, your inner Charlton Heston from my cold, dead hands, uh, you know, it was, it, hey, let's call that propaganda for the good way back when, when we when we saw that movie. Uh, but it, it does instill that in you because if you look at what happened in New Zealand or Australia, it is frightening. And when you have an idea like this, that San Jose wants to do all these mandates and fees, that's the, the the tip of the iceberg. It is, and you know we'll 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 kick this around with Mark coming up here a little bit later. But it's also something that the Supreme Court, which has been in the news lately, yeah. might settle this issue before the end of this term. So uh, we're all keeping our fingers crossed that they're going to make the right decision when it comes to that. Okay, for all sure. Right. Well, uh, something going on here in St. Louis. Absolutely, uh, the the uh, St. Louis Blues Warrior Hockey Gateway. Uh, Warrior Classic, which is just absolutely uh, fantastic. And uh, if you're a veteran, you got to pay attention to our next guest here because uh, they might have something that is right up your alley. We've got a a great weekend in store for St. Louis hockey fans. Uh, The St. Louis Blues Warrior Hockey Gateway Warrior Classic is going on through Sunday. And uh, on uh, St. Louis Talks, we actually had a chance to talk to Nathan Laup. And uh, we brought him back here because we talk about Second Amendment and we talk about the great outdoors. And there will be some hockey being played outdoors. Nathan, welcome (laughs) back to the radio, man. You've been doing a great job this week on St. Louis Talks. We just figured uh, we'd uh, give the vets another push on a, a weekend of uh, great hockey going on uh, out at Centene. Uh, tell, tell us what's going on for the folks that uh, didn't hear you on uh, St. Louis Talks earlier this week. Sure. Thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity to uh, spread the word. So uh, this weekend, uh, our group, the St. Louis Blues Warrior Hockey Program, uh, is hosting our first ever Gateway Warrior Classic uh, hockey tournament. This tournament's for disabled veterans. Um, every player, you know, has either a purple heart, a VA disability rating, or they have some other, uh, something else that's going on in their life that's, that's caused them to, to, to have, uh, some sort of disability. Sure. Uh, it is, tra- it is traditional hockey. It's not sled hockey. Uh, that's an awesome program. And I definitely think people should check that out too. <laughs> but this weekend, we're going to have teams from across the country, uh, coming in. We've, we've already seen on, on social media, some of them have are on the road and they're on their way here and excited well by the airing of this show uh the hockey is already going to be the the puck will already be dropped uh tell us tell us the uh, the the partnership that you have with the actual st louis blues the stanley cup winners <laughs> absolutely it, it's been amazing we started this program right before COVID hit the blues had just won the stanley cup the year before we found out that there are programs like this across the country each program's its own 501c3 I was able to get uh, put in touch with the Blues and their alumni. They thought it sounded amazing. Uh, they they honored us with giving us the blue note to wear in our chest, which most of the players on our team are lifelong St. Louis Blues fans wow. that grew up watching players and, and, and never thought they'd have the opportunity to do that. And it's just caused, uh, caused uh, us to be the fastest-growing uh, program in the country because of it, because it, we just got such so much of a farther reach with, once the Blues jumped on board. Well, I think it's fantastic. Nathan, Mark Cox here. Uh, good to talk to you. Um, w- would you describe this as hockey therapy in a way? I mean, it, it's kind of what you're providing for people, right? I, I think that's uh, that's an excellent uh, way to put it. We, uh, you know, we have we have the motto "Hockey Heals." Um, our, our mission is to serve and support veterans through the sport of hockey. Hockey is really just a tool. Um, you know, we we as veterans, when we get out, you know, sometimes it's a difficult transition is we're not always the most relatable people. And 
uh, with, with with civilians, and we've had a way that we've done things. Some of us for for you know lifelong veterans, they you know get out with retirement in, in their 40s or 50s, and and all of a sudden, okay, now uh, we're not around that anymore. And the thing that we've heard the most is that our players feel like this is the closest thing they've had since their time in the military. Yeah, the it's, structure, the structure, a, right? Absolutely, the structure. You know, we have this. Uh, there's a hierarchy. There's a common common goals, a common mission, a uniform. We're practicing training together. Um, you know, we we have a, an environment that everyone feels comfortable with. Like they can let their guard down a little bit and, and feel like, you know, hey, this guy has been through what I've been through. Yeah. Or this gal has been through what I've been through, and, and I feel more comfortable with this person. And it leads to friendships that those of us in our 30s, 40s, and 50s, you know, probably thought we were done making friends. And it's really led to these strong bonds with our teams. I think that's fantastic. And, and yeah, I mean, what, what are the requirements? If people are listening to this and maybe they can't make the tournament this weekend, but they, they want to get involved locally? Sure. So we're, we're, we have a, a sign-up uh, basically on our website, uh, stlblueswarriorhockey.com. Um, we have uh, where you can go if you want to fill out one of our player applications or if you want to become a volunteer or donate or buy merchandise. That's where you can go there. It's the requirements for players. So it's sanctioned through USA Hockey, and they have their list of what's really required. Okay. Uh, at, at least a VA, uh, a 10% VA disability rating or a Purple Heart, or if – you were have incurred some type of disability after the service, but you had you are in good standing with when you left the military, meaning you don't have a bad bad conduct discharge. Um, there's different ways that you can um, be involved. Also, if for veterans out there, if you've applied for your VA benefits, you know even if you've applied and you haven't yet been awarded them yet, you can go and fill out an application. I can't imagine uh, on when the when the hockey players are not playing uh, the breakaway groups where guys go sit down and talk and, and get to know each other and make that friendship. I think that's important. I'm a I'm an Air Force brat and I'm a father of a, a uh, an uh, well uh, Army. Well, what what would I call her? She she did her four tours or three tours in Iraq. Uh, she's now having babies in Texas, and oh my goodness. Anyway, that's another thing. Uh, <laughs> but but she t- she talks about the structure, missing the structure so bad because they don't when 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 these soldiers come back. They don't get uh, de, uh, de what's what's the word de there's no there's no treatment to get them back into society after being in the face of war especially on the front lines um, and they do crazy things. My daughter went you know we had bought a vehicle we had a vehicle we were going to give her Mark and before she called us after she got off the plane in Oklahoma before she called us to say hey I'm home safe she goes yeah I just went to the dealer and just bought a brand new car <laughs> well because these soldiers have all this money yeah. in the bank and, they, yeah, and yeah. it's like oh my gosh okay so uh, this is good this is good camaraderie uh, for uh, the soldiers and any vet uh, that's involved uh, let's uh, real talk uh, let's talk about the uh, the event itself uh, how can spectators bring their families out and be a part of it and maybe support it financially Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Yes. So it's going to all the games are going to be take place uh, January 28th through 30th. So right now, as everyone's listening, we're playing hockey right now. It's going to be at Centene Community Ice Center in Maryland Heights. There's four ice rinks there, including an outdoor rink. And oh, I believe every team that's coming in is going to get an opportunity to play on that rink. Oh, nice. So you can come out. It's, it's free of charge. Um, we are will be doing a 50-50 raffle. There you go. Uh, and we also have ways to donate either uh, on site or going through our website if you if you want to make a donation. 
Um, there, it's it's really neat. The the Blues are on board. They're helping. We're um, with a lot. We've got our coaching staff is Blues alumni Ooh. that have just brought so much knowledge, and it's it's interesting because they're relatable. Rob Ramage is our head coach, and you know, he, if if you know his story, he's been through uh, a lot of adversity and in his life, and he can really relate with our players, and our players feel comfortable with him talking with him. We have another coach named Don Harvey, who is basically at everything. He was in the Blues organization, never made it to the NHL or anything, but he has been the glue really with our program, uh, with with keeping us all together and keeping everything consistent. Well, uh, is there any other NHL teams involved with the uh, the Warrior uh, program? There are. So uh, the Philadelphia Flyers, I would say, are probably the the marquee program. Oh, okay. And we have a we, we have a really strong relationship with them. In fact, um, uh, I'll be picking up their head coach Brad Marsh and their their president and goalie, which is the role I actually play on our team uh, from the airport uh later today just because that's how close we are we've we bounce ideas off each other we see what works and what doesn't um but their program and our program are are two of the larger programs and two of the better um partnered programs with their nhl clubs because not all teams are in nhl cities but the ones that are this program's getting more and more recognition usa hockey is really trying to bring it to the forefront when um, when the NHL has their meetings, uh, like our representative with the Blues, you know, he's trying to promote us and trying to promote it with other clubs because the, the more that's out there about this program, just just a better, you know, better overall experience it's going to be for everyone. I believe well, there's man. over 40, 40 teams now across the country. Well, Nathan, thank you again for, for all you do. And uh, I, I can't I, – I, I, this is fantastic. It's opened my eyes to a brand-new opportunity yep. here. I hope people show up and – and support you. Thank yeah, you. Whatever therapy it is, music, pet, whatever, uh, Six String Warriors, or Six String Heroes, they have a motto that no soldier comes back unharmed. Uh, you know, because you've seen things that most people don't see. Uh, Nathan, do me a favor. Give us the website one more time for everybody to uh, get information for you. Sure. The, web, the website is stlbluesWarriorsHockey.com, and you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at St. Louis Blues Warrior Hockey. Excellent. Nathan Lopp, thanks for your time, my friend. Hey, thank you, gentlemen. Have a great day. You bet. Yeah, and good luck out there. Hey, uh, coming up here on uh, Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors, have you heard what they're trying to do in the state of California if you own a gun? Um, It's unbelievable. They're they're trying to – it's a backdoor way into gun registration. We're going to talk to Mark Walters from Armed American Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. This guy cracks me up, Mark. I, I, I never know what to expect. Now, it does make sense, and we'll explain in just a moment. Yes. This segment is brought to you by Razorback Armory, your gun concierge in De Pere, just off of uh, 270 on Manchester Road. If you're looking for a collectible, a high-end, you want to buy something pre-loved, they've got that, and they've also got suppressor information on how you can get it as quickly as possible. Check out Jesse and Brad at RazorbackArmory.com. Get the address and get your butt over there. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, another reason he's the best producer in the business, I'm Thank telling you. you. He did so true. Such fitting music, and, and you heard that uh, there about San Jose. I'll tell you why in just a second. First, let me introduce our guest. He is Mark Walters from Armed American Radio, a regular guest on uh, my morning show here on 97.1 FM Talk. And Mark, welcome into Second Amendment Radio in the great outdoors. Hey, do you know the way to San Jose? Take your constitution, throw it away. Oh, nice. Oh, oh. that well. just came out, guys. <laughs> Write that down. Get Weird Al Yankovic to record that sucker. Man alive. Bill Matthews, how are you? I'm good, brother. Hey, uh, Mark spelled with a K, uh, which means good yeah. shot, as opposed to M-A-R-C. He's never seen me shoot, but he's heard my bad hunting tales, uh, Mark Walters. So that's what he's talking Great about. Stuff. Good yeah. to be with you guys today. You guys made the headlines this week, and people are like, there ain't no way, there ain't no way it's going to go across. When I see a headline like San Jose is first city uh, to mandate gun owners carry insurance and pay a fee, people are like, ain't going to happen. But let me tell you something. Uh, it's a seed that's planted. And it, that's it where it starts. No, absolutely. And yeah. they're the first wackos to try it, Mark. But we've seen this coming. I mean, they've they've wanted to try some form of gun registration for a long time. Uh, and they finally did it in San Jose this past week. Now, ask yourself this question. Why are they the first to do it ever? Because it's unconstitutional, clearly, <laughs> right. on its face. Okay? They know it. We know it. But, guys, what's really important here? is that this is foreshadowing. Yeah. And I, I've been preaching this for years. Mark my, particularly the last six months, mark my word, what we're getting ready to see with Biden, his entire agenda has collapsed around him like a house of cards. Every, every single campaign promise he ran on has collapsed, except this one, except the gun issue. It hasn't been pushed to the limit that the rest of his agenda has. So yeah. what our concern is here, if you go back to that CDC debacle, where I know it's unconstitutional, but I'm going to let the CDC mandate that private property owners can't collect rent during the scamdemic dem panic pandemic. Yeah, the uh, eviction moratorium. That attack. Yep. Correct. That attack on that, using the word moratorium, and watch mandate creep into the lexicon more and more. They love that word. But he knew. 
Biden stood at the podium and said, I know it's not constitutional. I know it won't pass muster, but I'm going to do it anyway. So this is what we're getting ready to see. What's happening in San Jose is a glimpse. It's an open window to what we're afraid Biden is going to attempt as we approach the midterms and after with everything else shot down. He's going to force these illegal, unconstitutional mandates through executive order into the courts and cost us tons of money and years to fight these. That's his goal, and we're seeing it happen right now in San Jose on a little bit smaller scale. Yeah, and and he doesn't even have Beto O'Rourke up there to help him out uh, uh, doing his evil deeds. Let, uh, let's right. talk specifics about what they did in San Jose, Mark. I mean, it's too, it was split into two different bills. There's a fee, right? Uh, that's one of the things that, that they're doing. Uh, that they claim they're they're using the fee, the $25 fee for each gun owner has to register each weapon, I would assume. And they're taking that money and giving it to some goody, goody anti-gun violence group or something. Yes. And the Brady campaign is their full weight behind it. Keep in mind that they've been offered, quote unquote, pro bono legal assistance to fight this. That's coming from the Brady campaign yes. and Bloomberg's pockets. This is why this is so dangerous, guys, because... They have billionaires on their side funding this nonsense. That can, and they have city money. They have taxpayer money. They can tie this up because it isn't their pockets. We fight this one individual at a time, donations through groups. Look, the Second Amendment Foundation and the FPC are out here that are going to file suit on this, and we're going to prevail. We know that. But it's going to come at great expense and a lot of time. But yeah. we can checkmate them right now. If we think about this, we can, we can checkmate these guys right now. Will criminals have to get liability insurance? Will they have to pay a fee? You know, that's the only way I would uh, right. that I would be okay with this is if everybody did. But they, you're not going to get that. Of course Just not. like in any other major city in this country. Um, so is it $25 per weapon? Is that is that correct, Mark? I would guess. I mean, I, I, I believe it is. Yeah, I've got the ordinance in front of me, guys. I got really busy yesterday. I'm going to be reading it before my show today. I want to read it specifically word for word. But from what I understand, yes. So it's not like a FOID card in Illinois that we talked about last week. No, no. The, right. oh, you know, and right. it's, it's, it's crazy as a FOID card where you have to pay a fee and get permission from the state before you can go exercise your constitutional right, uh, where you're going to get a background check anyway. But in San Jose, as Mark alluded to there, you don't just have to pay the registration fee. That's one thing. But, but then there's also the issue you have to maintain some form of liability insurance what are the standards for that? What does it cost? Are they just doing it to take it? Are they they're, what they're doing to do? What they're doing it for is to discourage gun ownership. Sure, absolutely. Uh, Mark, sure, it uh, is. I, this I, is this is another attack on lawful gun ownership. Just another impediment. Guys. And Mark, I don't know what part of the country you are from, but uh, the other part that is uh, an issue is the liability insurance. Now we have a problem here in St. Louis, and it may only be St. Louis that vehicles are bought and then they get a temporary tag for thirty days. I'm seeing uh, 2018 temporary <laughs> tags. tags, 2019 yeah. temporary right, tags. Right. That, is, that is tax fraud. They are not paying their taxes, so they don't get a real license plate. And, and that kind of lays into this. If you, you want to set the law, great. You can't enforce it. It's going to be nothing. You know what I'm saying? So well, You're spot on. And let, let me say, I have liability insurance. I have X insurance. I have an actual private liability insurance that covers me. Should I have to use my weapon? It covers gaps in my homeowner's coverage that, because I have lots of guns, you guys, okay? Yeah, yeah, good and my, US, my USAA policy doesn't cover all of the, the value that I have. So I have a gap with X insurance, but I, I'm not forced to do this. This is by my choice. It covers accidental discharge. Should there be 
damage or someone be harmed. I haven't, but I'm not forced to do that. Now, the key here is, Bill, what you just mentioned is enforcement. We saw this when, after Newtown, the Connecticut goober Democrats up there. It's always the goober Democrats, right? That's not by coincidence. <laughs> We're going to register all these assault weapons. It was a complete failure. Murphy in New Jersey, they have their magazine capacity ban. They had to turn them in. Not one magazine was turned into the New Jersey State Police. Not wow. one. We have these, these compliance issues, and then they don't go out and force it. We beg them to. Go ahead. Start putting people in jail for it and start enforcing your mandate. Sure. This is nothing but window dressing. They know it, and when they get called out on it, they can't because they put hundreds of thousands of their, of, of their citizens in jail. These things are not enforceable. They know it. But that's the danger to these because they can pick and choose their fights, get that one local yokel who makes a mistake, gets vocal, puts something stupid on YouTube. The next thing you know, this guy's being charged and his life is ruined because they're picking and choosing their fights. That's true. That's a great point. We're talking to Mark Walters with Armed American Radio. You can go to his website. It's a great clearinghouse for two great 2A stories and coverage across the country. Uh, ArmedAmericanNews.org is is the website. And thank you for pointing this out because here, once again, you got a situation where the Supreme Court, which is in the news again, by the way, because the briar uh, is going to step down, apparently. They're going to rule sometime before the end of this term, and that ruling, I would think, could clear up nonsense like this. It can. In fact, you're talking about, just listeners, so you understand the details and the nuance here. The New York State Rifle and Pistol Association, the Bruin case in New York, filed suit against New York's unconstitutional mandate to have to show good cause in order to exercise a Second Amendment right, which is bearing arms. Now, we had a similar case, the Peruta case in California, back in 2017 that the Supreme Court didn't take. We were upset about that. Thomas went ballistic. Gorsuch and Kavanaugh both signed on to the dissent, the refusal to take that case. They have been itching for one. The New York case is even better because it's more pinpointed. So once that's wiped out, FOID cards go by the wayside, for example. It's illegal to have to have somebody do this to exercise. It's like a poll tax. Right. Right. So the, the, the key here to this New York case that's so, so important to watch is going to be the breadth, Mark, as you and I have discussed on the show before, the breadth of that decision. How broad will it be? We know that Roberts will likely side with the conservatives here. Why? Because he signed on with the Heller DC case in 08, and he, he was part of the majority subsequently two years later uh, in the McDonald case, McDonald v. Chicago in 2010, which incorporated the Second Amendment to the states, which made this lawsuit in New York even possible. Yes. So he would have to literally reverse himself, go back on himself on two previous landmark rulings to vote against New York, uh, uh, against us in New York with the liberals. So we don't think that's happening. This could clearly be a 6-3 decision. If he did, it would be 5-4. We're expecting a victory. The key is how wide will that victory be? And that's what we're watching when that decision comes out in June, because gun control laws around the country are at stake. That's why the left is going nuts. And it's going to prove everything they've done for years to be that house of cards. 
You know, the uh, the bad guys, uh, Mark Walters, by the way, our guest on Second Amendment Radio from Armed America Radio, which uh, love the name of the show the uh, that you do every day. Um, but, you know, a lot of concern for people that do not support. They may, they may not. Uh, they're not gun owners. Uh, they're concerned about people getting their uh, weapons stolen out of their vehicles at, you know, different right. events. We just had a rash of that here in St. Louis. And I'm sure it's happening all over. Um, the bad guys are getting their guns somehow, either straw purchases in other states uh, by non felons because they are legal to buy uh, weapons, or they steal them from vehicles, or they steal them from homes. There's concerns of that, uh, certainly when it comes to the, the, the stealing them from vehicles. The reason that they're in vehicles is because you cannot carry it into a gun-free zone like Enterprise Center here in St. Louis. Um, and, and that, to me, is dangerous on itself, because if you feel that you need to carry in St. Louis or any other dangerous city in America... Um, you have to leave that weapon if you want to go to that hockey game. If you could right. conceal it and carry in, well, guess what? It's not going to be stolen out of your car, and the bad guys aren't going to get it. So how do we move yeah, and, How do we move this is, that? Uh, this is always interesting. Well, it, it's, it's a tough argument. It, it, campus carry is one of these arguments that has always been viewed as a tough sell. Right. But then you go back to the basic question. Why? What, what is it about a campus that makes a law-abiding citizen all of a sudden go, <laughs> right. like that. okay, they're not going to do that when they get in a hockey game either. If somebody's going to go ballistic, they want to get a gun and they can get a gun. And guys, I was just at the SHOT Show. I was up at the top of the Mandalay Bay looking down at a private dinner that I had that night at the field that was shot up by that idiot that the FBI just shut up about because they're not telling us the truth about it. That's right. a different argument, a different show. But I had the same vantage point. No one checked me. I could have walked up there with anything Sure. at the Mandalay, okay? It's a fake argument. It's a false flag, and it's designed, again, to frighten those who do not own guns into thinking that guns are the problem. And let me just checkmate that. We hear Lori Lighthead Lightfoot in Chicago talk about how the guns are the problem, right? She says this constantly. She's constantly saying guns are the problem. They're coming in this pipeline. They call it the iron pipeline. Don't you love their made-up word? Yeah, yeah. But they, this iron pipeline that's flowing in from Wisconsin and from Indiana. If the guns were the problem and they're coming from Indiana and Wisconsin, why don't Indiana and Wisconsin have the same problems they do? Yeah, amen to that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'll tell you, uh, Mark, Mark Walters, I have to tell you that a wise man that I know uses this analogy it's the fork that made me fat. So, oh, that was Mark. That was Mark Cox over here said that. <laughs> I thought it was Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, I <laughs> oh. But, um, yeah, that's where they're going. Hey, uh, Mark, listen, uh, keep up the great work, my friend. Love that article you've got on the website right now about all the new first-time gun buyers in 2021. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden Thank may take the mantle from uh, Obama as being the top gun salesman if this keeps up. <laughs> Yeah, and it's very important, guys. SecondAmendmentFoundation.org is the organization that is the artillery lined up fighting these idiots in court every single day. 85% of the pro-gun rights court victories have come from the Second Amendment Foundation. Join us. It's 5 bucks, 15 bucks, 50 bucks, 5000 whatever you can give and help us fight these battles in court. We're lined up to do it every day. Yep, I joined it myself uh, last year. So uh, they do Excellent. they do, they do, do great work. Uh, Mark, I look forward to having you on my show again soon, my friend. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Bill. Yep, nice to meet you, brother. You bet. Absolutely. Uh, ArmedAmericanRadio.org, ArmedAmericanNews.org is Mark's uh, website there. And, uh, man. He's on it. Great I love energy. having that guy on. Yep, great energy. Uh, first time I'd ever uh, talked to him and uh, smart guy. Those guys, are they know every single line 
and they know how to cross their T's and dot their I's. It's, it's impressive. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned gun-free zones. A gun-free zone you shouldn't be in is uh, the Wild Wild West <laughs> and other great state parks. Nice segue, right? We're going to yes. move into a conversation about the dangers of our national park system from Outforia Magazine next on Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. And the great outdoors, and you know, Bo and uh, Carl both, that I love the great outdoors. I spent a lot of time at Glacier National Park, at Yellowstone, at Grand Teton, even last summer. I mean, I really enjoy going to those national parks. Well, I started my uh, radio career in Wyoming, so, uh, you know, I'm not sitting on uh, a couch in my mom's basement. (laughs) Like like Carl and I are, you're yes. shaming us, man. I just haven't gone on a trip recently. But, but you know, as I've talked about, um, I'm also very aware of the danger associated with going to some of these parks. A lot there, of dangers. There can be dangers, and I and be, this being Second Amendment Radio, I think I've talked about the fact that I went through a process of determining which weapon I should carry before I went hiking, uh, uh, you know, 12-mile round trip at Glacier National Park. And then you realized you didn't have the right firearm, so you had to go purchase that. Which is always a great excuse. (laughs) (laughs) When when you arrive at that conclusion that you need another gun, that's a good thing in my opinion. Uh, But we have with us right now Lou Dierziak from uh, Outforia Magazine, and they put out an article on America's Most Dangerous Parks. Uh, National Parks, and uh, good to get him on here this morning. Uh, Lou, I hope I pronounced your name properly. That's fine. Thank you. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning to you. Welcome in. So your uh, your, uh, publication here took a look at how did you rank these parks? What what was the criteria here? Well, actually, we were looking for um, um, death information. Um, We did a Freedom of Information Act request to the National Parks, um, you know, they're, they're helpful, but, you know, each park has different um, data resources and things like that. So the Freedom of Information Act request just got it all compiled into one, uh, one, one database. Okay. And we were anxious to see or interested to see, um, you know, if people were dying in the parks and if they were, from what causes. Okay. So, so in, the article, at, um, in the article, Lou, you, you mentioned number of SAR instances. What is SAR for us? Um, search and rescue. Oh, okay. That's a lot as I'm looking at the grid. Right. So, for instance, you know, with the pandemic, um, uh, visitation to the national parks has skyrocketed. Uh, it's just gone crazy. Uh, Yellowstone had 4.4 million people visiting the park in 2021, and that was a million more than the year before. So in, in, in Grand Canyon, with all of these new people, um, a lot of people are going to the parks kind of ill-prepared, right? Yeah. They, they don't understand, um, you know, what the physical challenges are and, and things like that. So in um, last year, or in 2021, uh, Grand Canyon um, park rescues um, were up 30%. Uh, they, their search and rescue teams went out more than 400 times uh, to uh, rescue people that, you know, called for help or, 
you know, passed on messages that they needed help. So it's a, it, it's a huge, um, huge change from the past. Well, I, I've, I've got to attribute uh, the extra million people going to Yellowstone a little bit to the show Yellowstone. They're thinking Kevin Costner's <laughs> running wild out there. Um, and I do want to point out, this is uh, the, the survey was done for a Norway publication uh, out for you, but you are actually in my home state of Minnesota, right? Yes, yes. Um, Outforia is an international um, website. Uh, we cover uh, wildlife, nature, outdoor knowledge. Um, we have writers all over the world. Um, so it's an international flavor. Um, but yes, I'm the editor-in-chief, and I'm in Minnesota, but it's uh, a balmy 30 degrees today. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And that's a warm day. Um, so, yes. so as you guys uh, looked into this information, uh, the purpose of it was to warn, to put uh, more fear porn in the ether, or uh, is it just to inform people to keep them safe? Yeah, just more to inform people to keep them safe. Okay. Um, you know, it, it's... The national parks are magical. They right? are. I mean, um, Old Faithful or Yosemite or the Grand Canyon. Um, but, you know, going with a little bit of foresight, a little bit of preparation, um, something as simple as, you know, making sure your phone is charged or that you've got a, you know, water, enough water for all the people that are hiking with you. Um, those are simple things that can make the difference between a positive experience and a miserable experience. Yeah, uh, Lou Jerzak with us uh, from Outforia Magazine, and so so when I went to uh, Glacier, we were planning a couple of really long hikes in some remote areas, and I looked into what dangers I should be aware of a little bit, um, and I was mostly worried about wildlife. I'll be, I'll be honest with you in looking at this. So when you when you ranked the most common causes of death in these national parks, how did that? How did those numbers fall? Um. You know, animals are, uh, um, exposure to animals is relatively rare. Um, frankly, the largest um, category for, for deaths is falls. Um, in the last uh, 10 years, um, so 245 um, people have fallen to their deaths. Um, the next um, one is 192 deaths for medical reasons. And those are usually things like heart attacks, um, hypothermia, um, you know, things like that. And the, the last is uh, a more uncertain, undetermined. Um, you know, people may have a medical issue, but the doctors can't necessarily, you know, uh, pin it to a heart attack or something like that. But, you know, the sad part is, you know, with the deaths, with the 245 deaths, most of those are preventable. You know, yes. it's people trying to get that perfect selfie. So, you know, the sign that says, please don't go past this fence, you know, they'll step over and say, well, it's just one more step, and that's not going to hurt. But the rocks are slippery, the, the footing can be uncertain, and then, you know, tragically off they, off they go. It's, it's a great, uh, that is a great point. I did, having just come back from there last summer, um, I mean, I read where somebody got scalded in Yellowstone not all that long ago in one of the geysers, right? Oh, wow. Um, the, yeah, the absolutely. Dog, the dog got, they got out of their car. They were going to get their dogs out and let them go to the bathroom. The dog ran away from the girl, uh, and she went to chase it, and it jumped down off one of those boardwalks around a geyser, and she, and it went into the water, and she jumped down and went in after it. Yeah. And, and before died, her yeah. dad could, the dog died, obviously. The girl got pulled out and was, like, you know, severely burned. Oh, and, my. I mean, it, it just things like that that, 
there's signage everywhere, but these accidents happen sometimes, and it's very unfortunate. Yeah, I, I think people are also looking for dangerous things to do. I mean, you know, people are idiots sometimes, and <laughs> they just want to they want to raise that adrenaline for whatever reason. Uh, speaking of scalding, my wife and I were in Steamboat Springs, Colorado, one time found a uh, a hot springs that you go to, and it's clothing optional at uh, on Sunday nights. And we thought, well, this is going to be our last chance, and we brought our bathing suits, <laughs> and uh, and we're walking around. And every pool area was full. And finally, I get around to this one area, and I mean, you can hardly see. You don't have your camera with you, but you can hardly see. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh my goodness, this whole area is clear. Babe, come here, come here. Oh, no. I stuck my foot in it. It was 170 degrees. Oh, wow. Because that, that was the source for yeah. everybody else. So you got to be right. careful. But I think people are looking for things to do dangerously. Uh, but Well, and, and that's the thing. You know, um, you may take your family to the park. But it could be a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Kids get busy. Families get busy. Reservations are difficult, um, uh, especially nowadays. So when you go to the Grand Canyon or Yosemite or uh, Great Smoky, you're going to want to pack in as much as you can in those experiences. And if that means, you know, I'm going to take a, what I think is a small risk by stepping over a fence to get close to a waterfall, um, and I'm wearing, you know, Crocs instead of, you know, boots with, you know, good good rubber soles and traction. Right. Um, you know, it's not your intention to slip and fall, but it's just like, oh, this selfie, it would look great if I was just another foot, you know, yeah. another foot yeah. closer. And what sadly happens, and it's exactly what you mentioned about the, the hot springs, is one goes and then another goes to help, right? Right. So yes. you'll have, you know, the, a, a young woman or a young man, trying to get the selfie, you know, goes over the waterfall and a loved one, you know, just committed to their, their safety goes after and then you have multiple, um, multiple fatalities. Yeah, that's a shame. Well, Lou, listen, uh, uh, interesting article. Where can people find it? Uh, outforia.com, is that right? Yes, yes, outforia.com. Um, there's links to links to the article and all of the other kinds of uh, topics that we cover. Right. Excellent. You did a great job. Stay warm up there in Minnesota. Great. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, great, to, great to get uh, Lou on here. Yeah, I'm telling you. And uh, here's the thing about it. If you go and you Google the dangers in these national parks, it, it's not falls and hot springs, that stories that come back. It's no. bears. Yeah. And you can go down that rabbit hole and spend hours down there. So why not go buy a new firearm? <laughs> why not? There's always a good, just in case. I mean, even if it's rare. You're ready. You're you're like a Boy Scout. You're always follow prepared. Follow the signs. <laughs> that you'll be safe if you follow the signs. I'll tell you what. All see, right. Great all the, show, uh, Mark. Good to see you again, as always. All the great information you get from uh, Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Dang right. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and uh, go Chiefs. Can we go say Bengals. Go, oh yeah, no. you're a Bengals uh, guy. I'm rooting for the Bengals. Sorry. Come on, go Rams. I don't Come care. Come on, say Carl. I go. don't care. <laughs> Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. See you, boys. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.